0: hello and welcome to the dance of the soul with natasha venter and Regan's birthday today so we are going to let him come in when he wants to and if he doesn't make it it's because reality and life took over for his birthday and we would wish him a happy birthday so happy this birthday is, Regan! yeah this is ezekiel and he is on um the expanded minds podcast We are grateful that you are here because the fact that I was just on your show um, the other day and yours is recorded. So it will be posted, you said, in April here, yep, which I will put on my YouTube channel. And I am so grateful. I found out that, you know, your story is quite interesting. And I'm like, hey, why don't you come and be on our show? So we're trading shows. <laughs> so, Zekiel, can you say a little bit of who you are and, you know, that negotiation of life? Because you've, you've come into this really big spiritual awakening and you've really done some studying and I know for me being an intuitive, um, Veronica says, hello, that, um, and she's, a, she's a good friend of mine now, but your, your spiritual awakening, you know, for me, I've always kind of been a spiritual awakened person, but you know, for you, you know, you have been and then things kind of took over and then you're coming back into some knowings. So can you tell a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm Ezekiel and I'm the host of expanded minds podcast. Um, I've always had a very um, religious background. I go very religious. And so that kind of took up a lot of my identity growing up, uh, being, being in a, you know, going to church every Sunday. And it wasn't necessarily my choice. It was kind of just forced to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and around 17, I was experiencing like a lot of depression um, just due to a lot of, I lived in a very rigid household, a lot of roles and on Top of that, you combined a lot of the religious rules as well. And so you <laughs> kind of feel the world shut out and you feel very down and depressed and anxious because you're not necessarily living the, the full expression of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so around 17, I was feeling very depressed. And it led me to be very existential. You know, in high school, you know, I would cry, I'd go to the stalls and cry to myself. You know, just it was very, very horrible kind of state to be in, trying to figure out why you're even here in the first place. And so yeah, when I was 17, I cried out to God I was like, God, you gotta help me. Like, you know, I go to church and I obey all your rules, but it's like, you know, I'm not getting any help. Um, and then I run run into this YouTube channel called The Last Reformation, where I see these people who are they're performing miracles and they're casting out demons out of people, which I've never seen before. Because mm-hmm. the Christianity that I was a part of at the time, or the religion that I was part of the time, it was just more about following the rules and trying to get people to to come to your church and you know evangelize and things like that and so then i started to see another level of this stuff where like oh you can heal people miraculously like that's possible and i I felt (laughs) it very deep within myself like this is this was actually real whatever these people were doing like they were actually they had some kind of power that you know was changing people's lives Mm -hmm. and so um yeah watching one of their videos one day i felt a very deep emotional release from my soul where all that depression just came out and then all of a sudden like I wasn't depressed anymore and not only was I not depressed but then I started to feel this deep warm feeling in my heart of love and it just started to increase and increase and double and double and it kept going just kept increasing to the point to where like there was points where I felt like my entire heart was just around the entire earth just holding it inside of my heart like I just felt super expansive
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: there are points where that would happen and then it kind of experience would kind of close off sometimes um but i felt very close to god and i felt the very deep inner knowing that god was watching me it's kind of like when you get the feeling that somebody's watching you and you feel paranoid Mm -hmm. about it but it's not like on the flip side where it's like you feel like someone's watching you but it's very like a calm reassuring watch it's It's like like, i
0: have your back watching you i have your back watching you yes
1: yep and um that's how that's how it was for me and um so i'd go out you know perform miracles and cast a demons out of people and things like that I spent a lot of my time doing that you know preaching Jesus to people and then eventually all of that just faded away so I thought my I found a sense of purpose in all of that stuff you know evangelizing people praying for people doing miracles changing people's lives like that and then all that, that my drive to do it just all of a sudden just dissipated and it left me with kind of like a you know I went from like being this high and like being Mm so raptured in love to where all of that just faded out. And then I kind of just went to a very, you know, depressed state again. Mm -hmm. And then that left me with a lot of, a lot of questions again, and, and this existential crisis. And I had to kind of find after that period, like, what was that? And, you know, how did I, how do I come back to that kind of state? And so from there um, I try to find it with psychedelics and drugs and things like that. I was gonna first start like smoking weed and then work my way up to like you know maybe more intense <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, so you know, didn't I qu- didn't
0: quite work for you, did it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: I'd, um, I'd watch this guy on uh, a YouTube channel, Vice. You know, his guy's name was Hamilton or something like that. Yep. And Joe Rogan had Joe Rogan had him as a guest, and he'd take like DMT and have these very like cool experiences. So you know, I I, I want I saw these experiences like oh maybe. That's kind of like the feeling that I had when I was in that spiritual awakening. And maybe I can achieve mm-hmm. that through, you know, doing drugs. But, you know, for me, it went the opposite way, just smoking weed and I was being very intentional with it where the people around me were doing it just because of like enjoyment.
0: It was the, it was the in thing to do.
1: Yeah. It was like the cool thing to do. And, you know, it was just people being very sociable with it and, you know, it was kind of like their, their downtime kind of thing, to smoking weed. Whereas when I saw I saw weed as an opportunity to spiritually like grow or like, um, access spiritual states mm-hmm. and which actually did in, in some instances, like one of these spiritual states, for example, is like, you can uh, zoom out of your headspace to a point where like you see yourself in third person point of view. Yeah. And so, and, and people who smoke <laughs> weed, for example, they'll describe how that's how it is actually, where they like, they'll see themselves in third person point of view. And they kind of like the reason why they react very slowly is because they're kind of viewing themselves as an other Rather like they're viewing themselves and their body as other rather than just like a they're they're not heavily identified with their body, which is why they don't take stuff as serious. Um but yeah, you know, I I spent time smoking weed trying to access spiritual states of consciousness and then work my way up, but I never worked my way up. <laughs> I stayed with weed. I had two very bad trips and bad trips, the bad trips led me into almost entered into a very deep psychosis. Like mm-hmm. um I was at the point to where I was starting to lose my mind in a sense. I felt very disconnected from reality to the point where it was affecting like my everyday, you know, live like my everyday things, you know, I just couldn't focus. Like everything was just scrambled and everywhere. And I was so dissociated. And then from there, then I started to find a meditative practice that, um, that showed me what to, that grounded me again and put me back to center. And so from going from a scrambled state, um this teaching that i found was on youtube actually is from some some guy named brother dominic and the the core of that teaching was basically to take your attention remove it from your five senses and bring it back to your awareness and then Mm -hmm. rest in that and then from that place you begin to like you know experience heightened states of awareness and consciousness and i just started doing that more and more and i started to uh, unravel all the the mania that was inside of my head all the, the crazy stuff yeah. it's, it's an entire process where you you learn it takes somewhat bravery to actually go th- through this too because
0: <laughs> it you, does. you can get lost
1: you can get lost oh yeah spiritual
0: awakenings are not for the 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 fair-hearted it, oh, it yeah. takes it takes some drive it takes some drive to get there and i'm proud of you you should be proud of yourself for for doing that negotiation of that drive because i know for me whenever i've done the 3d view i don't take drugs i have never taken i, I can't take drugs but when i've done the 3d 3 view of myself it's like oh this is a great observation of how i'm actually negotiating in this conversation with somebody oh oh yeah i need to do this a little different don't i okay i got it thank you and so we pop back down in myself and i start doing the conversation a little differently but it's interesting how things happen like that. So, you know, this, this awakening, I'm so glad though, that you didn't have to go there, you know, that you could actually come back to center and that your soul knew to pull you back to center. So good job. Thank you. Yeah. And and, you know, I, I think that, you know, thank you for being here because a lot of people, are going through that spiritual awakening. Like I have a good friend that's done the Kundalini awakening. And that Kundalini awakening, you know, kind of devastated her body for a while. You know, it really, you know, shot her into some, you know, negotiations. Luckily she had the spiritual walk and, you know, I've helped her as a client and then we've become good friends. But you know, there's that that story and she does hypnosis to get through her her, you know, negotiation of what does her body soul want to do and that kind of stuff. Have you ever done hypnosis?
1: I have not. No. Yeah. Like if it's someone who's a certified hypnotherapist, no. Um, I guess I'm a person that likes to, they call it be conscious. Like I like to be in control kind of. So it's like, if someone tries to hypnotize me, that's kind of scary. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> it's a relaxed <laughs> state. It's a relaxed um, state as Regan would say.
1: Well, if you, Um, if you describe like techniques of relaxation, like part of me doing meditation is relaxing my body. Um, I forgot who I heard this from, but it's basically like, um, it's only in a relaxed body that you can feel energy. So even like you being in touch with energy with energy shows that you're somewhat in a relaxed state. Mm -hmm, Um, and so accessing higher, like different spiritual states requires relaxation, letting go of your muscle tension and things like that. And I guess you do I guess I do self-hypnosis in a sense because it's like I put myself in such a relaxed state that I can then suggest different ideas to myself. Like mm-hmm. once once I get in these relaxed meditative states, I feel like I can uh access different dimensions as well as like feel different feelings that I've never felt before. Um, because a lot of times when you're rigid, it's hard to actually feel something uh other than numbness or like uh you know. I don't know, just numbness and stuff like that. So once you relax, you can really open up your feelings and just really choose what you want to feel and experience. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if that's hypnosis, because I don't I've never really looked too much into it, but if that's a self hypnosis, then that's kind of what I do to myself.
0: And and that is to me when because I've done a session with Regan when I was down at his place, and and I found that it's almost like a guided meditation. For me, being in the intuitive work that I do, that it was like he he I just. know and he just suggested places for me to investigate through the conversations i was having so he was another perspective to give me an idea where to go you know because sometimes Mm -hmm. you know you limit yourself by your own thinking or your own knowings and so sometimes when somebody puts something in and that's who i am actually i love conversations because you never know where (laughs) where that's gonna go you know so it's neat to have conversations but You know, going forward, it's not scary, especially if you do it with somebody who you can trust. And you have to get that trust factor, you know, because Mm -hmm. it is a vulnerable space. You know, it's kind of like giving somebody, you know, hey, you can read me. No, I'm not. I'm not reading you because I'm not giving you're not going to give me your Social Security number. You know, you're not going to open up to me because you don't know who I am. You know, trust the person who you're working with in this spiritual walk because it makes a difference. So I wanted to say hello to Ward. Thank you, Ward for being here. Um, you know we're 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 going through this you know up going of of our spiritual walk and, and you know I want you to say thank you again for being here because there's so many of us that are waking up to the spiritual awakenings. We're mm-hmm. you know that there's a lot of people that have lived in the 3D world that are kind of like going, they're star beings, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they're Sasquatch, <laughs> you know, I, I was, I've been looking at these pictures of these really shiny horses and I'm getting the story there. It used to be unicorns, you know, they used to be the unicorns that have lost their, they've come into the 3d world. So they lost their, their shimmeriness of their, 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 um their horn. Right. But they're mm-hmm. still in a sense, their magical self. You know, because they they run faster, they, you know, they're, they prance like they know what their stuff is. You know, it's like all these things. You know, so this 3D world is coming into an, an awareness that a lot of people are going, who, what, where are we? And what's happening <laughs> to me? Because I'm hearing voices in my head. What do I do with them? So what did you do with those voices that started coming in your head? Because you had voices in your head that were negative. You know, mm-hmm. self-sabotaging, self-this. But what did you, how did you decipher those those voices that were coming into you? You know, you had the negativity. Because going back to that, you know, story of what you grew up with, with religion. And I am all for religion. But the thing is, though, religion can be very limited. It can be very demeaning. I grew up in the Catholic Church. You sinned. You sinned. I go, I sinned? I didn't go to bed on time? I guess I sinned. I didn't think going to bed, you know, not going to bed on time was not necessarily a sin. It wasn't like I stole something. It wasn't like I, you know, told my mom off when I didn't do it. I just kind of didn't go to bed right away. <laughs> you know? And so with that that, you know, they they deem us as humans more bad than we are good. You know, and that's that's a that's a thing that really chews away at us. And a lot of us are trying mm-hmm. to find our those new truths. So how did it go? How did you decipher? How did you start trusting the good voices over those negative voices?
1: Uh, the way that I do it is I just negate everything. So like it's um, as much as I want to hear the voices, because like it's especially so when I went into more of the when I had my awakening, I went into more like charismatic Christian circles or Pentecostal Christian circles. And so you would do your best to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
1: found that, you know, when I did that, it went from like a very positive experience. Like I felt led to talk to people and I felt this voice, this voice in my head would tell me, Hey, go talk to that person. It would go from that. And then it went to like negative where it all of a sudden it was like, it would say, go talk to that person. But then in reality, like the person had such a bad reaction to me. And it was just like, it, it confused me a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I bet.
1: So I started just to or the teaching that I followed, for example, like would just the goal was just to arrive at awareness. So you don't pay attention to any of the voices as much as you want to, because it could be somewhat of a temptation to keep on focusing on those voices. And so when you start to go into these meditative states, you will get a various amount of subconscious material voices. Angels can come to you. Demons can come to you. And all throughout the entire process, all you're doing is just negating every single one of it is I mean, You can you can create an identity where you're the spiritual seeker that's experiencing these angels and these demons. But it's like you want to let go of everything to the point to where, you know, you arrive at the point of the looker. You know, um, there's this quote that I that I meditate on where it's like what you're looking for is what is looking. And so what is the part of you that's looking at these voices? What's the part of you that's always paying attention to them? And once you find that and you stabilize yourself in that, the voices just go completely silent. And experience pure silence. And then um, I even have YouTube. I mean, I I did a little of YouTube videos for fun, for example, on my third channel. And I was meditating with people, and I was showing this this spot in their center head where they can kind of focus on. Mm-hmm. And then once they got there, their their mind just went completely blank, just silent. And so I mean, you could focus on the voices, and don't get me wrong. Like I've listened to voices as well that have helped me. Like for example, like I've I went to a forest once, and um, <laughs> I felt all of a sudden, like in my gut, I felt such an immense amount of fear and I just started to like crippling fear out of nowhere. And then I heard this voice in my head tell me, you know, you're going to sense when a big predator comes into the area. And I kind of wanted to ignore it and just keep going. But yeah, and I I did, (laughs) I did because I wanted to finish my hike. Um, But what happened was like, I was walking and all of a sudden I hear this weird sound and then um, it starts to turn into a rattle. And then I look down. Right next to my foot, there's like a rattlesnake and it lunges at me. And I just jump out of time just to like dodge it. Um, but I mean, that little that little voice that made me aware of the fact that there was something there. So, I, you know, the voices do somewhat tell you something, but to, to distinguish it, usually that was more a protective voice. Like usually when voices can be tricky in the sense of like, so there will be voices that will tell you something to protect you. And Mm -hmm. there'll be voices that will tell you something that's kind of more in the neutral, like makes you highly unsure. Mm
0: -hmm. And usually
1: when, when those voices produce doubt in you, I wouldn't necessarily trust them. But at the end of the day, I would just practice more in stillness. The more you get still, the more you actually see the voices. And not just that you'll actually see, you can get to the point where you see these entities or the spirits are putting the voices in your head. Mm -hmm. There's one level where you just, you're receiving the voices in your head that can be one telepathic messages from people or two it can be other voices and i mean other like spirits and things like that so if you get to the place of silence in your head you can already see them coming from a mile away so you want to get to that place first before you want to pay attention to voices because these voices you, you'll get a ton of voices if you, if you ask them you'll get them but you know you can get very confused on what's actually real or not so just Get into a place where you complete, you're aware that you're aware, where you feel pure energy, and then you'll start to see the stuff. You'll start to have true sight, you can know, call it that, like where you see with your awareness and not just with your physical eyes. Because with your physical eyes, you're, the reason why you're seeing with your physical eyes is because you're aware that you're seeing with your physical eyes. So everything is about awareness. If if you weren't aware, then you wouldn't ha- have the the experience you're having right now. The, the center of your experience is your awareness.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So connecting back to your own awareness is what is going to help you be more discerned in what these voices are. Because then it exactly. helps you decode what your experience is.
0: Exactly. I know when my higher self is speaking. And that's that voice that says, watch out for this. You're in this place. Oh, it's time to leave. You know, that higher self. But I feel it's centered in my body. It's not coming from, that voice isn't coming from outside. It's coming more from an inner knowing. And that's how I discern a lot um, about voices. And I also know that if an angel is talking to me, it's always sent with divine, it's, it's got a different tone to it. It has a different feel to it. If it's, it's got that negative charring, it's like, ooh, who's around me? Who's around me? But I want to take this pause because I think it's a good time. Regan is here. So I'm oh, going to yeah. let him in. So Jody, I hope that as um, Jody, before I let you in, Regan, Jody asked the question, um, how do you tell the difference between a voice thought and a higher con- connecting voice? And I hope that that last a little bit because you asked that question before he finished that statement. So I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. So Regan, hello.
2: Hi.
1: Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, nice what's to up, meet Regan? you. <laughs> nice to meet you.
0: Yeah. Wow. So, I watched Jody's some of your that.
1: episodes before are like with uh, Natasha and I was I really enjoyed them. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah she, you good have see a him. podcast.
2: A podcast too is this, it, oh it's called Expanded Minds podcast right yeah, it's yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. nice yeah, I know yeah. that's that's awesome you know it's funny just come, come right in this um I remember uh, a client of mine who was um, at the time I wasn't doing spiritual work just doing regular hypnotherapy and um, uh, we did um, uh, he was he was a real good subject for hypnosis so in there when I was reinforcing. Uh, w- what we were talking about with him with his issue I said well I want you to watch your dreams now because sometimes you're going to get extra help in your dreams and he says well I never dream you know and I said well he says well maybe I do but I just don't remember him I said just just pay attention you know and uh, then the, the next day um, I was getting texts from him and he goes oh my gosh I can't wait till we do another session I got all these dreams and I wrote them down and everything you know <laughs> but then then he told me because I told him because he Oh, I know what it was is um, when I went to see him the next time. And one of the dreams that he had was um, he was in this house by himself and all of a sudden there was like a basement and he opened the door and there was this woman, a glowing blue that was coming up towards him. And uh, as she got towards him, she had um, like silver dollars or gold or something that she handed to him. You know, and um, he said, what does that mean? And I said, well, I'm just intuitively speaking here, but I think because of the blue, it was a smiling, beautiful, loving being that she's saying you've got, you know, here's here's some good luck or here's you've got some good stuff coming up in your future, like like, you know, gold or something. So then the next week he, he called me out of the blue and needed to talk to me for a minute. He says, Regan, says last night I'm driving home on the freeway from a. a uh, from a nightclub, about four in the morning, and there seemed to be nobody around. All of a sudden, I saw this light of a guy kind of speeding coming up behind me. and he says, "You're the only one I could tell this to, but everybody thinks I'm crazy." He says, "I swear, I to you, I heard a voice." And the voice just almost yelled at him, "Pull over, pull over." and he he was so shocked him so much in hearing this voice that he pulls over. Well, that car went right by him. And as he caught up to the car a few miles further, that car had run into another car in front there and the driver that was killed. So, you know, he said, I said, that was, you've just opened up this thing to your guidance now, you know, Mm -hmm. so that, uh, you know, he was getting a direct by hearing uh, actually hearing a voice. Um, So, And
0: and that's the thing that I want people to know is, is that the universe out there will be there for you. But they're gonna say things like that, you know. And and it's not gonna be say, "Hey, stupid, get out of the way." It's gonna be like, "You need to move now." It's 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 that urgency and it's that knowing, and you you know that it's coming from something that is here to help you because there's something that almost says, "I'm gonna take you by your armpits and move you over." It's that Mm -hmm. kind of empowerment, and we gotta. It's that trust, but please don't trust the things that are sabotaging or feeling angry and if things are coming to you that is 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 demeaning or or snappity check in with who's who's around you or what's around you because sometimes we can kind of get that achiness or that chatter from other people we're around like if we're in a party and we're very Mm -hmm. um what's the word um where you're very you you can pick up other people's energies you can pick up that anger you know and it's not you it's not you
2: yeah well, yeah, okay. you, in everything we do, I think mindfulness is just being very discernful, you know, as mm-hmm. is, is, is everything. And after a while, you get a good feel if this is something that's positive or something that's uh, that's negative,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sorry, I'm having to delete a couple of this one person who's asking for another session. So um, mm. I am having to do some management here. Uh, so you are not allowed to ask for anybody else to do readings on this show. I'm apologizing, but no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things that we're, when we're going for mind. Um, and so Jody says here. Thank you, Jody, for interacting here. Mindfulness should be. Um, yeah,
2: compulsory in school.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So with that. So Ezekiel, you really, you know, got into this knowing of, of trusting yourself. And was this a day and night thing? Or how long did this process kind of evolve for you?
1: Well, it's continuing I, to evolve.
0: Oh, I know um, it is. But but it, that's the thing is that people kind of think, oh, I should know all this stuff now.
1: Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah for, for me it started like well, probably like three years ago when i started to really trust these inner knowing because it was either how to choose to listen to these knowings despite people maybe viewing me as crazy or it's kind of like i stay in this craziness and this crazy cycle that i'm continuing to stay in because really trusting that knowing is really the way out of a lot of the mental patterns that i had so um 2019 is when we really started trusting those inner knowings and the reason why I was able to actually trust them is because when I started to clear my headspace and, you know, be more heightenedly aware, I guess you could say it's acting like a super conscious. For me, like the logo of my, my podcast is me with a halo. That halo around your head is what really gives you the sight that you need to actually trust your inner knowing. Yes. It's, um, it's what connects you to spirit. So when you really feel the spirit, you know, awaken inside of you, you really do trust it. I mean, you trust it because you see where these inner knowings are coming from. And so I started to very, feel a very deep connection to that inner knowing because of, you know, the practices that I was doing where I would just focus on the middle of my head, for example, and then wait till I feel like a pulsation, you know, and an inner awakening. So, I mean, that's when I started and then it just started getting deeper because when you start going deeper inside of yourself, again, like a bunch of subconscious material will start to come up. You get certain trains of thought that you never thought before. And then you kind of make a choice or decision. Like, do I, tr- like this thought is leading me in a certain direction. Do I go with it or do I keep staying in this center knowing? And so you kind of have to learn, you know, which where life is pulling you and stuff like that. Like which, you know, routes you want to go in. Um, and you'll, you'll find I, I that- call
0: that. A, I call that a form of discernment.
1: Yeah. Discernment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you'll find that the the better decisions help you feel more expansive. So you'll feel yourself start to release more. You'll feel more open. You know, you feel more positive. And so, you'll know, kind of like when you're, you'll know, you know, your inner knowings are correct when you feel more expansive. And so, you know, usually when, if I don't feel expansive, usually I know I'm going the wrong direction. And so that's kind of how I stay centered in where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So. Hmm. There's a,
2: there's a book, um, that i recommend sometimes for people too it's about it's called inner inner guidance a divine birthright and you know it's about how you know we're all born with this uh, ability uh and just to know that 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 um uh, uh, that it's just a birthright of god that we have this inner guidance you know which i guess is we call it intuition sometimes and and you know sometimes you don't you just wonder when you get an idea and you wonder where the heck did that come from? You know, I mean, it's just, it's so interesting sometimes, like, I don't know how, you know, either how the mind works or how they, you know, how they whisper in a way. And all of a sudden you think it's you when it's maybe your, your, uh, your, your guardian angel or your guide or someone that's uh, whispering, you know? Um, so um, it's, uh, I know I've read a book of it. It just has dozens and dozens of examples like Ezekiel, like you were talking about, you know, with it of things where where people were you know guided at the right right uh, point or um you know especially when it, a lot of times i hear i hear from all different religions but a lot of times you know uh, me being in the christian atmosphere in this country a lot of times you hear uh people um giving their testimonies at churches and things and talking about an angel showed up you know or they you know heard a voice or they just had this nudge or something you know that uh that happened and uh and they were saved from some sort of calamity you know uh and then you know then brings up the question okay why didn't these other people who crashed and got mangled in a car accident why didn't they have guidance you know i mean you know it's uh it's it seems to not matter whether you know even i know some very spiritual people and you you know sometimes you think spiritual people wouldn't have any problems or You know, their health would be perfect and and all that. And it's not the way it works, you know.
0: No, exactly. So, um, Jody would like to know, what was that book called again?
2: It's called uh, Inner Guidance, A Divine Birthright by Ann Archer.
0: Yeah, Inner Guidance, Divine Right by Ann Archer.
2: Yeah, I think it's called Inner Guidance. And then under the, the second heading is A Divine Birthright. But it's Ann Archer that wrote it. And boy, she has some whoppers in there of, of uh, this, you know, divine guidance, how she was, um, you know, uh, it's even when she, she got in an accident with her daughter and the car was so mangled, her daughter was fine. It was in a car seat, uh, but it was so mangled. They just they looked and said, well, she's dead and they were going to have to pull, pull the car off her, you know, take mm-hmm. the job. But they just left her there and she's conscious but she can't move or anything. And she's listening to the voice of the angels or something just telling her kind of what to do and everything that ended up getting her out of that crisis, you know. Um, And uh, it's just in her life, she just had this proved over and over again, you know, where there's been these crazy things happen in her life and listening to this inner guidance or to this voice, this this divine, uh, you know, uh, uh, protection. You know, and it's helped you out of so many different circumstances. But it's a great book. It's hard to put it down when you start reading it there.
0: Well, and I found that any time that I've had that inner knowing, as you called it, Ezekiel, Mm -hmm. that inner knowing that it's hard to know to do anything else. You know, you can't do anything else. So it's like that, you know, person who, you know, pulled over, you know, heard the pull over, that it was in alignment with the soul. Now that other person who got in a wreck, either that was something that they had to go through yeah. it was their time or they heard the voice and they said you know in a way they just were like listening to music and going la 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 you know in their yeah. own knowing you know type of thing um, how,
2: how many times have you heard someone say I should have listened to my intuition you know that's just a common thing right I should have listened I knew I should have done this other thing mm-hmm. but we don't sometimes mm-hmm.
0: yeah it, it's it, it's it's one of those things so it's um <coughs> You know all we can do is what we can do and and it's the difference the difference between my intuitiveness and somebody else's intuitiveness is that i trust but but i've trusted that voice to listen to so mohammed yep. how, how i mean sorry there was a there was somebody who just made him post here and so i just kind of i have to read it again to make sure what it says here but uh sorry about that so ezekiel um <laughs> talk about being in the moment here ezekiel um <laughs> How how did you find that trust? Because you went yeah. from something that you you really didn't, you know, you were in depression, you were in that lower story, that lower, you know, the lower vibration of what religion is, you know, that the humanness of religion, right? And then mm-hmm. you you came out of it, out of that that humanness of religion and came into the spirituality of going. How did you find that 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 trust that you would? that you almost have to have in life to live the spiritual walk.
1: Mm -hmm. I want to say that I'm still learning, but the way that I see it though, is that your, your awareness is a light. And when you spend your time in unconsciousness or sleep, you don't have the ability to trust. You just go wherever life takes you, you kind of just go about and you're out of control. Like reality Mm -hmm. seems like it's out of control and things like that. And so you just have to learn to wake up and wake yourself up from from sleep Mm -hmm. um you know we talked about a little bit like remembering a little bit like your dreams for example um or like you know with the car crash like the person maybe that person didn't really hear the voice even though um it might have been speaking to that person a lot of it is dark energy and not being connected to spirit and having a disconnected spirit so then learning to trust really you have to kind of accept that or come back to awareness, and then learn to stabilize yourself in that. And there's a verse in the Bible that um that I heard someone interpret. I forgot what it look where like where it was in the Bible, but it's basically the light of the light of the body is the eye. Therefore, if your eye is single, your whole body will be full of light. And then if your eye is you know not single or whatever, like it will be cast into utter darkness, something like that. Mm-hmm. And the darkness is the unconscious, or you know you being unconscious. And so if your eye is single, though, if you're awareness it's basically saying if your awareness is single then your whole body gets filled with light. And actually, if you learn how to stabilize your, yourself in, the, in, in your awareness, which is. Which is free from the five senses, which is free from, you know, attachments, then you start to light starts to come down into your experience and you start to see, mm-hmm. you know, start to see more things than the average person. Um, that does that's not really connect to their intuition. that's more connected to their their physical body and so it's just learning how to you know just take time throughout your day go into stillness allow whatever content comes up from your mind or whatever your or from your body like when you go into meditation you'll feel some resistances it's learning how to be with those resistances that start to wake you up and start to nudge you towards your your awareness and so when you start to develop stillness inside of yourself then you start to experience light inside of yourself. And then from that light, you get to see these inner knowings. But usually, you know, it's like dusting off. Um, what is it? Dusting off. I was related to like a fossil. When you're doing like fossil hunting, you know, you're kind of like scraping through the dust and things like that. What you're doing when you're going to meditation is like you're, you you know, you're excavating and you're digging out all the sand and everything just to find that one treasure, which is your awareness. And then once you find that, you you know, you receive a hundredfold, you know, you receive mm-hmm. enlightenment, in, intuition, certain gifts, spiritual gifts, and they all come just from a result of focusing on just being aware and yeah. stabilizing yourself in that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, it reminds me, uh, it's a good analogy, is uh, <clears throat> when I was a clown for all those years and I was staying with this guy, Was he was uh, ex-Ringling Brothers clown, but now he was a Ronald McDonald clown, and and he he, uh, he wrote the uh, the comedy show for the Ronald McDonald. He got paid like $50,000 or 60, something like that. He took the money and he invested it in 100 acres in Virginia. And he built his house on this cliff overlooking the James River. It was just beautiful. And it was just nothing around him, just this beautiful house that he built. So he says, I want to show you something, Regan. So he took me out. and We went way out in the middle of the woods where there's nothing around. He says, sit down now. So we sat down. Now he says, now just shut up. <laughs> he says don't say anything just sit as still as you can don't talk or don't do anything so i'm thinking what's going on here what's going on so i just did did he said and we just sat there it was like 15 20 minutes and i'm wondering what's going on and then all of a sudden i look over here and i see some i forget what wild animal it was start moving around and then over here there were some birds and then the wild mm. turkeys came out and the whole woods came alive and you and you go wow this is the way the woods is here when people aren't around or when you're not walking through making noise you know and so it was in the stillness so Ezekiel I think what you said that's really a key is that's where God finds us sometimes we have to get still sometimes mm-hmm. you know that's to hear the voice we have to we have to still everything and that's why uh the the guides and the the angels on the other side all say to a to an every one of them says if you want to stay close to the other side to have some sort of meditation practice you know some point where you can still still the mind and that's when you can actually hear um what the guidance is you know and that's when you can actually um you know get closer to your true self you know mm-hmm. so that was a big lesson for me you know <laughs> just still still the mind. I was also
1: having that patience too because like again like like how you mentioned like when you were were with a waterfall experience like you can your mind easily comes in and says like oh what's what's going to happen like i'm waiting for something to happen like and you're just sitting there just focusing on waiting for something to happen but you kind of want to get to the point to where you're observing yourself doing that and then kind of just allowing yourself to drop a little bit more deeper to see that you kind of saying to yourself i want something to happen or i want or you know whatever your eye thought is projecting out for example you're which I would say your ego is your 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 thinker of thoughts, like the, the the intellect part of you that's like continually regurgitating regurgitating out data and things like that, regurgitating what happened in your day. Like learning to really just sit there and allow allow it to kind of play its part or whatever. You know, and then there's certain signposts really that 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 um certain signposts that kind of point you is the fact they're starting to unglue from your from the five senses and things like that. One of them is like you feel like a swarm of flies is kind of like flying off of your head and then you feel like a sense of lightness and opening and then another another some people experience it in fear for example like they'll feel themselves start to drop and then they'll feel a bunch of fear just rise up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and um and then also um you can hear this is where some of the schizophrenic tendencies can happen too if you're not careful like you can start to hear voices or get clouded with a bunch of voices all at once To get hammered with it mm-hmm. and um a lot of people will then go out of meditation because of that intense intensity of the voices and then not really go through on to the other side because if you st- sit still and observe continue to observe you know what's happening you'll get past those voices and then it'll just become completely silent um and that's what that's where that is and then you know, so it's just having patience as well and having the patience with yourself to kind of just see stuff through no matter what happens, no matter what kind of content, whatever content comes up. It could, it's literally anything that comes up. itches, anything just staying still despite it or even just dumb thoughts that you have like did that time my shoes on correctly or like, oh, did I did I go uh, throw out the trash, which, is, which are legitimate thoughts. Maybe you didn't throw it out, but it's like you just want to just set at least 10 minutes or whatever aside just to allow yourself just to do nothing, completely nothing and stay completely still.
0: Yeah. And that's one thing. It's like, I work in elementary school in the morning and you know, sometimes when the teacher doesn't come out right away, I start hearing the kids say, I'm bored. I'm bored. And it's only been three minutes. I'm bored. Let's move on. And I'm like going, it's okay to be bored. It's okay to be bored. It's okay to be in that non- stimulating moment that we get into because like there's a lot of times for me like i i'm i've not been a really great meditator in my life but i do get quiet when i go to bed i spend a minute i go to my bench and i kind of get whoever needs to be there but what i also do is i sit in my car when i get from one place to another i'll sit in my car for a few minutes and just get quiet for a minute just shift into that energy Or like, let's say if I'm walking out of one classroom and I'm walking down the hallway, I try to get into that quieter space so that I can be present to what it is. Because then I'm like going, okay, why am I here? And then here comes a student coming out at the same time I walk out of that classroom and I go, oh, the synchronicity. I'm supposed to talk with that student. And if it's just, hi, how are you doing today? How have you been? You know, I'm going to rub up against you, kind of rub some goodness into you. You know whatever that conversation was you know but i allow them to tell me what they need first so it's being it's being available to the universe and that's part of that trust trusting that we can be available
2: mm-hmm. so
0: oh this yep. is go ahead freaking
2: you know well i'll just say you know P- patty taught me something which was pretty cool about uh you know it says in other words whatever shows up say yes to it you know okay. In other words, there's things that, like when you said that child came out, you, part of you could have go, oh, I'm too tired now. I may as well talk to the child, but I don't want to, you know. But instead, you you took that as, okay, there's a reason that you guys bumped into each other in a sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it's always good to um, look at your surroundings and to um, discern um, why you're in a particular situation. So many times it's obvious, you know, like Miss De Uh, One time and and had to stay overnight someplace and just happen in some city. And then that night at a restaurant with a waitress, just happened to have uh, the most beautiful, um, in depth spiritual conversation about stuff. And just realizing that, wow, I just needed to be there, you know, at Mm -hmm. that time. And sometimes it's for other people, sometimes I know it's just for me in essence it's always book for both people you know on some level but sometimes one person's a teacher and sometimes it's the opposite you know sometimes people are teaching you so it you know it it goes uh, it goes both ways so um you know it's just it's kind of exciting when you just realize that uh, you know wherever you go in a sense there you are you know as they say and uh you look for the you know um you know what, you're supposed to be doing, but I do love it when you, when in a sense, you look up and you go, Okay, that's why the day went this way, and you just know that the <laughs> whole day is because of a conversation you're gonna have, you know, you know with somebody. exactly,
0: exactly. So, Ezekiel,
2: so, I was gonna ask Ezekiel, what what do you do for a living, Ezekiel?
1: Uh, I'm a snow guy, I just work at a restaurant uh, as a trainer, so and uh, I, I just make trainer? podcasts on this.
2: Was oh, it your podcast? your podcast is your job
1: no 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 um i work at a restaurant as a trainer and oh, uh, restaurant
2: as a trainer i see yeah
1: mm-hmm. i've been trying to grow my podcast i just start. i started like probably like eight months ago like seriously yeah. seven months ago so yeah
2: yeah yeah this is you know these podcasts have been such um, a beautiful thing for millions of people that have these podcasts mm-hmm. now to allow themselves to express themselves or to you know um uh you know find it, it's like the sharing of information you know which is helping us exponentially grow as a as a on a planet here you know like even these talk show hosts <clears throat> that are on these channels they've got their own podcasts now where they can actually say what they really feel about things and not be you know <laughs> having to follow the corporate uh you know the uh you know have to worry about their their boss uh, disagreeing with what they're saying you know and so I think it's it's pretty it's just open to this dialogue where we can just have this free exchange of ideas. And uh, that's where change comes from. you
1: know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I always I always look at podcasts. I, the reason why also one reason I started a podcast too is I would watch a bunch of them. And then I realized like, oh, maybe I have some stuff to share, like, you know, uh, in terms of like spiritual things and helping people go through their awakenings, because I was going through it. During a time where I had a, you know, uh, just working and things like that, I was going through the spiritual awakening. And I know that there's people that still have their job. They still have their, you know, normal, everyday things. But they have to, you know, experience these intense awakenings and have to go through them. And a lot of times people would rather choose to just stay in their lower selves and work, uh, live a normal life rather than, like, wake up and actually see the world for what it is and uh, have a voice, you know, and things like that. So it mm-hmm. it's really, uh, it's, it's interesting. Like, yeah, I just think it's interesting like how you can kind of see the difference when you start to become more intuitive, you start to see the difference between people that put work in and actually try to become more awake and conscious of their everyday living versus okay. people who just are just going through their everyday, uh, you know, motions or whatever because the people that live more consciously live intentfully and you can see it in their actions versus somebody who is, you know, just not uh, like that as more laxadaisical in their everyday movements and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of us can't share what we're going through with people around us because we feel like we'll be judged, yeah. but there is a lot of people waking up and we're all going through our own individual way of waking up. At the same time, there's similarities, and sometimes it's just nice to share. And so that's where coming onto a podcast like this, or or like yours, or or one of those kinds of things, is that you can be with like-minded people. And you're not being weird if you hear voices. Yeah. Now you're being weird if you if you you know, act on every voice that you hear and you you do the negative things you know what i mean or or you know you don't discern that you don't spend the time to discern that uncomfortableness you you're not yeah you know i'm not saying this very well i know but it's that it's that it's you have to be willing to be uncomfortable to be a little weird but at the same time it is about following those inner light guidances you know following the higher guidances you know it's that you know, hey, there is a you know, be careful of the, of the animals you're around. You know, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to prove it by putting a snake at your foot. You know, it's like, so there is a way that the universe will show you what voices to listen to. But it's that part of trust.
1: Yeah, I, w- I want to say another thing, too, about energy, because I think it's, um, you know, doing certain energy work or practices can help you with discerning <laughs> things that are around you that are, you know, not of this, you know, 3D plane. Um, I mean, one simple thing that you can do, for example, is like take your attention from your hand, learn to move the energy from your hand. You you, you really have to feel yeah. this, like from your hand, you can move it just anywhere, from your, <coughs> your shoulders. So you want to feel the movements of energy because hmm. really attention and energy move instantly and it flows very, Yes. depending on, depending on your own system and your own body, it's either you're going to feel very rich and deep energy and movement from your hand to wherever you move it, or you know you're going to feel anything and you're not going to really be that sensitive so like the more in touch you are with yourself and energy the more you're going to feel this rich deepness and things move around um versus someone who's not really in touch is going to feel like a very faint like you know movement or like a move or like a what do you call it yeah just movement Mm -hmm. and so like when you start to get in touch with that then you start to see how there's energy moving all around you in different streams how they intertwine with your own energy and mix in with your own energy. Like there's, there's times where if you want to relate it, to, or at least for me, if I relate it to like a spiritual, like evil experience, I've had moments to where I've had, or had this one very vivid dream with a dark entity that literally pulled me like this. It was wearing a hood. It was shut up to my front door and it was like the middle of the night. And it just pulled me like this and I, it's, it pulled me like that. And I could feel my energies going towards him like that. And it was like pull me towards the front door. And then I was, like, super freaked out, but uh, I, I kind of I fought against it, and then I, it let go of me, and then I was able to go free. But even in even when I'm doing this practice where I'm moving energy around, I can start to see, like, entities, like, all around mm-hmm. me, like, and feel how they move around. Like, you, you not only feel your own movements, but you start to feel the other movements of energy around you, and whether good or bad. Mm-hmm. And um, it really reveals a lot when you're able to do this kind of stuff, because you know how energy flows where it's like it's constantly moving around and mixing around and everything mm-hmm. and then you start to start take control of it and then it becomes you know you become more in control of your internal self if you will like what you can do and the movements that you can do and then you can start to manipulate or control other things as well or stop other things from happening and you know or help others as well mm-hmm. so
0: And and a lot of times this uncomfortableness that we get with our awakening is is that we're standing at a doorway before we walk in. And so a lot of this knowings that come to us, but I can tell you the more you know, the better it gets. Because like for you, knowing who everybody is, is a form of protection. You know what's around you. You know what's coming towards you. You know that interaction. And if you don't, it's part of the learning process you know it's that part of the evolution of okay since i experienced that i didn't do as well i know how to do better next time right and so it's that that evolution of who we are cuz i can tell you being a channeler myself that my teacher told me get more grounded get more knowing of your body so you know who you're channeling you know what's being channeled you know and then put boundaries up you know like my dad is passed do i channel my dad no Do I channel Archangel Michael? Yes, because I know his signature. I know his energy signature. Do I channel Mother Mary? Yes, because I know her energy signature for me. And so knowing these things can really be a benefit, but it's an evolution. So it's something, but find people who can help you through this evolution. You know, there are podcasts out there. There is, you know, places to visit. There are people to interact with. But find somebody you can trust, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's one of those things. So, Ezekiel, you have been an amazing guest. We're coming down to the last. Is there anything in the last couple minutes here that you want to share to anybody?
1: Oh, uh, I've really thought that far. Um, if I want to share it with anybody, just to have faith, to believe in yourself, to believe in God. Um, really, that's it. I mean, i uh, that's really what it takes really just to believe um, you might have things, obstacles, different thoughts, things that are that come your way. But faith is really what grounds you and keeps you faith and humility really keeps you uh, yeah. afloat, mm-hmm. uh, you know, through the spiritual walk. Cause if you have pride in some sense, you can really, especially if you're going through, you know, deep meditations and you have pride in yourself, like you can really kind of lose your mind or kind of become very, uh, lofty and uh, not really connected with reality. So really what grounds in reality is humility and, you know, having faith in, in God and yourself. So that's all I have to say.
0: Yeah. And that's amazing. That's, that's the gift. Cause I know that for a lot of people, when they get more intuitive, when they get their more spirituality, there is a form of ego that can come along with that. There's a form of pridefulness and, yeah. and knowing, and and it's like there's a difference between I have a knowing of the knowing of the body, soul, mind, than the knowing of the brain. <laughs> and and when we can discern those things, it, it, that's what spirituality is about is is getting that knowing in your core, down into your core. And that's I love how you explain Isakilda that balance of moving the energy in you, knowing your heart center, getting out of your five senses and getting into your one sixth sense, that sense that is beyond our body, mind, spirit, you know, beyond that body, you know, because that's when you really get into knowing because our body is just the, the essence of what we are in this lifetime. Our soul is the thing is that has walked many lifetimes. So it's that believing in what our soul is and that is all energy.
2: Yeah, and you know, uh, lately I've been noticing, uh, it was actually from something from the Bible about uh, when Jesus uh, was gonna leave his disciples, he said he was doing that so that he could impart the gifts of the Spirit on everybody else. And I think what's happening now is people are, are realizing that they have some of these gifts of Spirit within them, but they haven't it's it's just like books you haven't opened up and read yet, you know, mm-hmm. that you have on your shelf and and we're born with that. And now it's, it's coming out. There's all kinds of things that are happening now for people to realize just, you know, like how many people really because some people say I get this all the time with clients Say, well, my friends tell me I'm psychic or my friends say blah, 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 but, you know, because it's, I just knew that was going to happen before it happened or, you know, all these kind of things. And um, with these new schools that they have coming up that teach people how to uh, develop those abilities, um, it's a changing world right now. You know, like people are finding out, wow, I do have this ability to have more connection to the other side, you know, where we're not just, it's not just the, the as you growing up, you think only the saints, you know, is growing up Catholic and only those few people, those few saints mm-hmm. have this ability to the have Catholic. that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, you know, if we have those gifts within us, now it's time, like in shows like this, where hopefully people are watching and say, what gifts do you have, do you think you have that you might develop? Well, just do some Google searching out there, and there's probably a school or somebody out there that can tell you and help you to, you know, start using those gifts you have, because mm-hmm. the gifts are supposed to be for the benefit of humanity, you know, to lift everybody up, and us just talking about this today, you know, because... I know it used to be if if somebody heard a voice you know they'd put you in an institution somewhere and lock you away you know they're thinking Mm -hmm. crazy well you know you 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 have to find out well some people maybe it's their own minds making it up but that means you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. you know yeah i mean that uh there's a lot of uh of good that's happening here you know exactly exactly like ezekiel's waking up and i'm waking up and you're waking up more all the time and it's beautiful because now you don't feel all alone. You know, you realize your life has meaning and purpose that you're here to uplift humanity, uh, in whatever form that you can to help, you know, wake up in the day and see, um, like there's this prayer. A lot of people say when they wake up, it's blessed this day and those that I served, you know, and that puts you right in the right mind to be a coworker for whoever comes into your orbit in the day, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's just a smile at a child, you know, or something that's, it could be, that could be the gift of the day, you
0: know. Yeah, you never know. Like I, I, I look, this is my knowing. You never know what seeds you're going to plant for somebody else yeah. to till. You know, so you know, be that seed planter so that, and and make and hopefully they're good seeds. You know, hopefully we can plant the good seeds, even though we're human, and we have yeah. human moments. But I know for me that that I before I make a comment of my humanness. I try to check in with my intention because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that can make a difference on what kind of seed we plant. But, you know, here we are at five o'clock. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a, what an hour it went. And, um, and so Virgil, thank you very much for being here from England. I know it's late there or very early there. Um, there are many references to the Bible to bees. What's that about?
2: Wow. Now that I'm not sure, I don't know about that. What's your intuition?
0: About the bees? About the bees? To bees, what's that about? I don't know if
2: it's metaphorical for how how organized and how busy bees are
0: well i know know, yeah because i know what bee represents about community about community get the nectar out of life get the sweetness out of life um go to the flowers you may have to go out of your realm to get into that nectar the you know because if you think about the flowers that are farther out you know what do you need to do but i also know that coming back to the community the community helps the community does if a bee is not doing well what does the community do? It comes and helps and takes the the pollen off the bee, you know, it it helps, but also to enjoy where you're at too, because a bee is only alive for so many days, right? So how can you really be in the moment that we're in to be who we are, Mm -hmm. you know? So going into those knowings that that how oh it's one o'clock in the morning wow you're up late um you know how can we be in that moment and and you know it, it is about community so we're we're meant to get out in the community more so Ezekiel thank you for being here because you being part of this community now it's been a gift I'm so grateful that that um I was led to your podcast and now you're led to ours and I know that Regan would probably love to be on your podcast too so yeah yeah
2: Ezekiel Ezekiel yeah I I, you're one of those people Ezekiel when you walk in a room it lights up you know uh thank you I'm lucky that yeah you know don't you get that a lot people because you're you can tell you're a happy spirit you know And, uh, you know, looking to help people, which in, in what you're doing as a trainer now, too, that's really important because so many people have trainers that are the opposite of you, you know, that are like, like, I don't know, like sets. I, I think it's good to be a taskmaster, to teach everybody to do everything right, but there's a right way to teach people, there's a loving way to teach people to do it the right way, and then there's a, a negative way of trying to force people into doing things the way you want it to do. And, don't, you know, so many times I have clients and they come in for regular therapy and they, they just hate their bosses, you know, because their bosses don't give them any, uh, any recognition for anything because uh, they have to meet a certain quota or they get fired or whatever. But it's, you know, I don't know. There's just, I've had good trainers and I've had bad trainers and different things. And there's, it's always nice to have a trainer coming along that is um, is more of a, has more of a bigger picture and comes mm-hmm. at it from love. Because I really think, you, you know, I'd want to be in an office or, or in a restaurant or something like this, where when I saw customers, I knew how my boss was, he's, a joyful, happy person. Well, that makes the people under them be a joyful, happy person because they represent. You know, in a sense, they're representing you because you trained them, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Of yeah. course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how you do things. So, that's how yeah. I do things.
2: So. Yeah. So, uh, tell everybody like um, your podcast now. When's it on? How can people get a hold of you?
1: Oh yeah, of um, Minds podcast is right there. Um, I usually post every Sunday, so you guys can go check it out i have a lot of episodes on spiritual awakening or mental health mm-hmm. or just like supernatural stuff in general so you guys can go yeah. check that out instagram yeah. is expanded minds podcast no spaces or anything all lowercase so expanded minds podcast right there um tiktok same thing happy birthday, um that's pretty much it yeah. yeah happy birthday regan by the way i don't yes. oh, no okay. think i said it to you <laughs> happy birthday a great birthday
2: Patty gave me some uh, a nice golf shirt and some uh, um, some nice coupons today. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, looking forward to my birthday being beyond this day here. So it's great. <laughs> See you, sweetheart. It's yep. like, yeah. Yeah, she is. She's very thoughtful and wonderful. And I'm looking at her right now, so.
0: (laughs) Hi, Patty. We love you.
2: She's saying hi.
0: Everybody's saying hi. Yeah, so Um, um,
2: anyway, I'm right here at visittheafterlife.com. I do regular therapy for people specializing in fears, phobias, anxiety. uh, And then um, also there's the spiritual side, which is what I love to do the most. And that's uh, in doing the life between lives uh, process where people actually – become like Natasha, they become like a medium where they actually get experience heaven for a few hours and uh, learn a lot about themselves and um, about their mission, what their life's mission is, their goals, They'll meet face to face with their their guide or guardian angel. Um, it's a beautiful life-changing experience for people. So, And anybody can do it, I say, because I think we're about 90% successful and the other ones just need a little more time, you know. And uh, Natasha, what about you, my dear?
0: You can reach me at angelicclarifications.com, and I love to help people work through their life and bring awarenesses to them. And how can you trust your inner knowings? How can you trust that part of you that is working through? And I know that a lot of us are working through um, many of our shadow work, a lot of our shame, guilt, um, worry. um, You know, a lot of that that stuff that that is. very stagnant in our lives because it wants to keep us there but if we move it forward look at those shadows look at those whispers like like ezekiel i love how you said that dust off the dust off those things that are old and and you know dust them off so that we can see what they really are that we can become this more enlightened community that we are and you know it's it's you know it's it's one of those things so you can reach me at angelic and i would be grateful to help you so blessings to everyone almost swallowed yep, one yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and i will be on live wednesday on the same stations here um and on instagram also oh and i have changed all my um things now you can catch me at natasha venter ac I have changed my, uh, I'm kind of going through a rebranding process. So, uh, looking at doing a little bit of different. So everything is That's on, good. um, at Natasha Venter AC. So blessings Great. to all. And thank you, Ezekiel. We would hope to maybe have you on again or yeah. something in the future, but, um, can you stay on for a few minutes and then we will talk to you later. Thank you everyone for coming and thank you for thank all you your, everybody. um, your okay. comments and bye now.